mindset, determination, and inspiration. These are some of the things that fuel me on a regular basis and have helped like take me from being just a stay-at-home mom to this crazy ride of an entrepreneurial journey that I've been on over the last three years. And I'm really excited to talk about some of these things today with our guest, Kelsey, because she has so much to add to the conversation about mindset and really kind of just getting right with your mind, getting right with yourself before you can really show up and serve your community. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? So like I said, today's guest is all about really helping us focus on our mindset and the unique gifts that we have to offer in our message to our community and on our podcast. So I can't wait for you to listen to my conversation with Kelsey Abbott. So Kelsey is an intuitive human design reader. If you don't know what human design is, don't worry, I didn't either, and we 100% get into this. We go deep into this in today's conversation. But Kelsey's also a certified professional coach, an instigator of joy, which may be my most favorite title I've ever heard anybody. Like, I've read lots and lots of bios, but instigator of joy is probably the like the best one I've ever read, hands down. And she's also the host of the Find Your Awesome podcast. Kelsey helps spiritual adventurers remember who they are and why they're here so they can up-level with ease. She believes that the universe wants us to be sparkly AF and that joy is our natural state. When Kelsey isn't playing in her business, she's bringing curiosity, play, and joy as a triathlete. This is a sport that she races as an elite amateur. So we get into all of these things today, so I won't make you wait any longer. Here's my conversation with Kelsey. All right, Profit Podcast listeners, I'm so excited to introduce you to Chelsea. So welcome to the show, Chelsea. Thanks so much, Crystal. It's great to be here. Yes, this is so fun. I was telling Chelsea before we started recording, I was like, I'm really excited to talk about the background and all the different like amazing things that you've done. But I want to just get started with kind of telling everybody what it is you do today and how your podcast plays a role in what it is that you do. Okay, so today I am an intuitive human design reader, a certified professional coach, and an instigator of joy, and I host the Find Your Awesome podcast. And I started the Find Your Awesome podcast back in 2017. I actually started the podcast from the road. My husband and I sold our house in Maine, and we traveled in a camper for 16 months. So I started my podcast with like Apple headphones with really... Unpredictable Wi-Fi in a camper. So if you're thinking you can't start a podcast, you can start a podcast (laughs) and start from wherever. 
Um, my podcast has evolved. I hadn't even heard of human design when I first started the podcast. And I just was having these amazing conversations with other coaches and professional athletes and basically just really cool people. And I was like, the world needs to hear this. So started the podcast. And then since then, like in the last year or so, it's evolved into a lot more human design conversations and a way to just spread the word. Because I really believe that we are here to own and share our gifts and celebrate others as they're owning and sharing their gifts. So the more people understand that they are unique and wonderful and have these gifts and those gifts are here for sharing, the more they understand their design, the the better we're all going to be. The more we're going to be ready to fit together like puzzle pieces and just rise. I love that. I love that. Oh, what a great analogy. I love fitting together like puzzle pieces. That's such a great one. Well, I know, so you've said human design multiple times. So if someone's listening and they're like, wait, what is she talking about? I I don't know what that is. Can you explain to us what human design is and why it's important for us to understand it? Yeah. So first of all, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I had no idea what what it was. Somebody, it was a podcast guest actually said to me, have you ever heard of human design? And I was like, no. And I was so skeptical. I don't know why I was so skeptical of it, but I was like, no. And why are you even like, you know, like I got my hackles up over it, which is really interesting. You And, and then I went on to fall in love and go all the way down the rabbit hole. But human design, let me explain it in a boring way. First, it's a combination. It's the science of differentiation. It's excuse me, a combination of the chakra system and astrology and the Kabbalah tree of life and some other stuff. Now, here's what it really is. Your little baby soul got called to earth school years and years ago. And it got so excited because earth school, big time. So it's like, I'm going to the big leagues. And okay, so this is who I want to be. And this is what I want to do when I'm there. I got one shot at this round of earth school and I'm going to change the world in my own unique way. And so I picked out all of the gifts and all of the tools that you would need to be you and change the world in your own unique way. And then based on all of that, it chose the exact time and place and date that you would enter this world. And that all shows up in your human design chart known as your soul's blueprint. So you come into the world day one, and you know everything. You know exactly who you are. You know exactly what you're here to do. And starting on day two, you start forgetting because humaning, it's complicated. And then however many years later, as you're learning about human design, you see your blueprint. And honestly, when you see your blueprint for the first time, it's not going to help you at all because the thing is just wacky looking. But when you come to understand your blueprint, that's when you start remembering. And that's when you remember who you are and why you're here. And that is your tool, your North Star, we can say, to bring you into alignment. And when you're in alignment, there is no struggle bus. You experience flow and ease and joy and magic and miracles. And that is why we're all here. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So two things come to mind when you're sitting here, you're explaining all these things. Have you seen the new Disney movie, Soul? 
Yes, Have you seen they that? love it. Oh my gosh. Like you're talking about, I'm like, this is what they're doing. They're like saying, okay, you're going to be a little pretentious. You're going to be a little stubborn. You're going to be this and that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm imagining. Like, well, you know, whenever we're in creation mode and we're being put together and all these personality traits. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is the book by Glennon Doyle, Untamed. So I don't know if you've read that. I haven't read it. I've heard her talk about it so many times and I've had friends of mine read it and they're like, Kelsey, I want to recommend this to you. And at the same time, I don't think you've ever been tamed. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I don't think I was ever tamed. So You're like, I'm good. I got yeah. all the principles in the book. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really what she talks about is like, you know, this, this unlearning of sorts of, you know, really tapping into who you are. So I love that you bring this up because I'm on board. Like I'm totally bought into this idea, even though, you know, before, um, you know, the person that we were contacting, like going back and forth, we were scheduling you to get on the podcast. And I kept thinking, what is human design? What does that actually mean? And your explanation of taking it from a big complex idea that could possibly be confusing and like, wait, what is that? Like the way you explained it was so great. So I love it so much. And I totally agree. That's something that we all have to embrace is we have everything that we need inside of us already. It's just a matter of tapping into it or finding it. So I want to actually take that idea of human design and apply it to podcasting because I know that you have taken some really big leaps along your journey. And so can you talk a little bit about that? And I'm just going to be selfish real fast because I know that you are a marine biologist as well. And my son is interested in marine biology. So I want to know, how did you go from what seems like a very like straight laced, I'm going to do I'm going to go to school for this and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And now you're teaching human design, which is something like you said yourself, you didn't even know what that was until a few years ago. So can you kind of talk a little bit about that journey? Yes. And I, I love that you just were the, use the word straight laced because it didn't feel that way at all. Because when I was, I don't know, at the end of college, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. And every, so I was a, I was an athlete and all the athletes got recruited to work in investment banking. And that was a hard no for me. I was able to say no to that. And then I felt like my school was like, okay, law school? No. Med school? I mean, you like science? No. Okay. Teacher. And I was like, no. And then they were like, vet school? I was like, okay, if I have to choose any of these, yeah, vet school. But I was lucky enough to discover this internship and that was studying dolphin behavior and cognition. So I went through that. And I also did a veterinary medicine internship and learned, no, not for me, because I could not euthanize an animal. So I went down the marine biology path. I ended up getting my master's in marine mammal conservation. I studied killer whales. And I worked in, like, after I got my master's, I worked in the field as in the field of marine biology for a little while, but I was working in a cubicle. Mm. And because as a marine scientist, the options are you continue working as a student, you can work in a cubicle, or you can go to sea for a long period of time. And I knew that exercising was really important to me. My now husband, then boyfriend was super important to me. Like I wanted to be with my people 
And I wanted to not run on a treadmill on a boat. I wanted to like bike and run and I wanted to swim. And so going to sea just wasn't right for me. So I had this job working for the federal government. I then was offered a huge promotion and I said, no, thank you. And I quit. And what led to that moment was actually discovering the Myers-Briggs personality types, which may or may not be accurate, but it was a launch pad for me. At the time, I learned that I was an ENFP, still am an ENFP, based on those tests. And I then was sitting in a staff meeting. And we had a small department, like 15 people. And I looked around at everyone else and I was like, oh, they're all made for this. (laughs) I'm not. And it was just that realization and recognition that led me to be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. Okay. I don't know what's next, but I'm out. So I quit that job and then I went into science writing. I was always super passionate about watching people light up about when they would learn like scientific facts and learn to feel connected and excited about the natural world around them. So we did science writing for a while. And on the side, I was always coaching swimming. And by the time we moved to Maine, I was coaching swimming. And then one day I made this comment about why aren't the 12-year-old girls doing flip turns? And the head coach said to me, it's because their cores aren't strong enough, which was incorrect. However, somehow that led to me teaching core classes for them, which led to me teaching core classes for the whole YMCA, which led to me teaching spin classes, which led to me teaching other strength classes, which led to personal training. And I'm still doing science writing on the side. Uh, I was also coaching triathletes. And then around 2008, financial crisis hit. I got offered these really big gigs when it came to science writing. Big science writing outlets reached out, offered me contracts. And right before, three times in a row, right before I was about to sign the contract, they reached out and said, I am so sorry. All of our funding just got cut. Mm. This same time, I saw on Facebook, a friend of mine was in life coaching school. And she shared that she had to do free coaching sessions to finish her certification. And what's interesting is I didn't reach out and ask about a free session. And I'm still curious why I didn't. But I said, where are you going to school? Tell me about this. And she told me all about it. And I think the day after I talked to her, I was signed up and registered for the next round of training at IPEC. And so I went through that. And... Yeah, I was still balancing a bunch of other things at the same time. And then started coaching, discovered, started the podcast, discovered human design. Now, it sounds kind of like I bounced around a ton, and I'm a manifesting generator. That's my human design energy type. MGs, as we're known, are known for while the rest of the world is taught, you go from A to B to C to D. We are more like A, hippopotamus, 46, 93, purple. (laughs) And that's just our style. However, looking back, being a marine biologist, that's being curious and connected. Being a coach, same thing. I'm also integrated with my body. and And I feel like that whole thing, that integrating total alignment, health, 
body behavior, it all comes together now in coaching and human design. And I'm here to speak about my experiences, podcasting. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. And like, like you said, it's someone could look at your path and say, oh my gosh, you know, she bounced around, but I, I have a similar experience in that I didn't just wake up one day and say, gosh, I would just love to teach people how to podcast, right? Like there is a journey. There's a, this is many years in the making and so many different, you know, like you to use the puzzle pieces analogy, so many things that had to fit together to get to both of us speaking here today. But I love that you don't look at your journey as like, oh, I just made a whole bunch of mistakes and now here I am. It's you went through certain things or certain processes, certain experiences on your journey to get you to where you are, because I know a lot of our listeners are probably in the middle phase right now where they haven't figured out that one thing that they would love to talk about on a podcast, or maybe they have, but they, they're a little nervous to just get started. So I know that you talked earlier about your equipment and everything like, you know, just, just do it, just make it happen. But did you ever go through any kind of self doubt whenever you were getting your podcast started? Like, is this the right thing to do? Should I actually be doing this? What am I doing? Did you have any of that when you first started? So when I first started my podcast, I knew I was doing it just as I said, to, to share these amazing conversations. And I promised myself from day one, I'm not going to look at the numbers for the first year because I'm doing this to share the conversations. The one year mark came and I think I kind of tried to look at the numbers at one point, but like didn't have the login information. And I was like, oh, oh, (laughs) that was the perfect pause. And I was like, oh, hey, wake up. What are you going to do with those numbers? Are you going to change anything? You can do anything differently if you know those numbers. Are they going to make you feel good? Because as an athlete, I've had experiences where I've done a race. I did one race where I I had been in a whole lot of pain before the race. And I was like, if I can just race pain-free, I will be psyched. I raced pain-free, was totally psyched, then went and looked at the finishing times and compared myself to other people's finishing times and all of a sudden was beating myself up. Mm. When I first created my website – I'd Google Analytics set up and I looked at the numbers and was like, oh, these are horrible. And my web guy at the, at the time called me on it. He's like, do you even know what these numbers mean? And I was like, no. And he's like, you're not allowed to look at them anymore. And <laughs> so I have had my podcast for three and a half years now. No idea what the numbers are. And you know, the magic that comes in with that is of course I get people, like I ask people to come on the podcast sometimes and they ask for my numbers and I tell them that story. I say, I don't know. And most of them do then say yes. But I, where am I going with this? Not knowing the numbers allows me to be present and it allows me so that when somebody reaches out and they're, they'll just say like off the cuff, well, I was listening to your episode and and I'm like, you listen to my podcast? oh my goodness, thank you so much. And I think every time they're kind of taken aback because I'm like so surprised. Somebody's listening. This is incredible. It's, I think it's awesome. To have it's that beginner's energy. mind. Yeah. No, it's so awesome to have that energy for every, because I think that it lets people know like how much you appreciate every listener that you have, no matter if it's, 10 or 10,000, you know, it's like being able to just enjoy 
that connection of talking to someone. But I actually, um, and Kelsey was telling me, she was like, I've been off Facebook and Instagram for a while, but I do want to point something out because I was looking at your Instagram earlier and I, I just really wanted to bring this up because this really hit home for me. And it was such a beautiful thing that I saw someone was complaining about, you know, all their problems. There was a comment or something. They were saying, I'm overwhelmed in this. And you just said, permission to release all of that. Mm. And so I just thought it was so beautiful. I know you're really like, wait, what, what was that in reference to? What was that about? And that's the thing is like, it wasn't, it doesn't really matter, but I love that you just said permission to release all of that. And so I wanted to know, is that something that comes natural to you, that statement, or is that something that comes with your human design training and life coaching or like, tell me a little bit more about that. That is an amazing question. I don't know the answer. And I think when I, so I, I did study psychology in college and what I knew was that at the time, like what I learned psychology was, was it was knowing, finding out what was wrong with people, telling them what was wrong with them and then fixing them. And that was just gross to me. I didn't want anything to do with that. Uh, but when I came to coaching, it was like coming home. It was, I do remember other people in my coaching school did a lot of studying and like, I don't know, like forcing through it. And I just let it flow. I do think there are some gifts in my human design chart um, that point to this. My sun personality gate, which is the biggest golden nugget my soul chose for me is to be intuitive for other people. And then I also have the gift of healing myself so I can heal others. That one is also known as the, the therapist gate. So do, my soul did prepare me for this. But I don't know how I got here. I love it. I love it so much. But I, I just, I loved, I wanted to bring that up because I just love how someone's, you know, saying they're, you know, have problems and I'm overwhelmed. You're like, per permission to release all of that. And I thought that's so beautiful just to say permission. Like, I don't know. And you didn't, there was no explanation. Like, you know, if you needed permission, here it is. You just said permission to release all of that. And I thought, I feel less stressed now, just like in reading that one comment. So whatever you're doing, you're doing it really well. <laughs> thank you. And thank you so much for sharing that with me because I have zero recollection of that. Yes. No, I love it. I love, And that's what I love about it is you're like, you know, you told me because I had looked at your Instagram and then you you told me earlier, like, you know, I, I kind of just quit. I retired from Facebook and Instagram. And I was like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't bring up this post. And I'm like, no, we need to talk about it because I, I think that like you said, there's some things that, you know, intuitively you just, you know, or you are just this way. There's no explanation for it. And I think that it's just so beautiful. And somebody that's listening right now may be stressed. They might be overwhelmed. And I just thought that that was beautiful to bring that to the table. It's like, hey, Kelsey, without even thinking about it, is giving you permission to release all of that. So we're giving this as a gift to the audience as well today. Yeah. <laughs> For everyone listening, here's permission to drop into your body, to melt into wherever you are. Just be here. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I totally agree. And I want to switch gears real fast because now that you're saying, you know, you don't really look at your podcast numbers, it's not something you, that you obsess over, which is, I find something that a lot of brand new podcasters do. They do. They obsess over it. 
They think, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like all the thoughts and emotions that are not serving them. So if that was somebody that's listening right now, what piece of advice would you give to them to be more encouraging or more positive about the entire experience? Mm, I would say if you're, if looking at your numbers isn't making you feel good, then get out of there. Knock it off. It's like, it's like eating. I keep eating this. If you're, ends up you have a reaction to gluten and it's like, I keep eating whole wheat bread and then I get really sick. Well, stop eating the whole wheat bread. If it doesn't make you feel good, if it is something that you have a choice, whether you're, you want to do it or not, get out of there. (laughs) Choose to make yourself feel good. So if looking at your numbers doesn't feel good, stop looking at your numbers and focus on why did you create this podcast? What is your intention with your podcast? Maybe it's to spread information about a certain topic. Maybe it's to spread joy. Maybe it's because you simply enjoy these conversations and love getting to meet new people and make tons of friends. Maybe it's all for your own education. Stick, like stay in your own lane. I love it. I feel like you just gave us a scolding. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love the bluntness of it because it's true. It's so true. And I mean, I, I do this for a living and I help people with, but it's, it's so true. Like sometimes it's like, well, why are you, what are you doing? What is your actual goal here? And I love that you just bring that up that way because it's, it's true. Just stop it. Kelsey is giving you straight up stop it. (laughs) And some people are made for strategy in their design and some people are not. And if you are made for strategy and you're actually going to do something with those numbers, like change anything, if you're going to like make more of the episodes that seem to be more popular, whatever it is you're going to do, if you are built for strategy, go for it, stay in your own lane and hold your intention, hold true to who you are and who your podcast is. If you're not built for strategy, don't, just don't, please, permission to release that. Because that is something that was a huge aha and like shoulder relaxing experience for me. I had been told by tons of business coaches, Kelsey, you got to get super specific. And then I learned my human design. I'm not here to be specific or strategic. In fact, my quote unquote strategy is to say, hey, universe, please bring me abundance for being my authentic self. And when I hear that, when I first heard that, when I first felt into that, oh my goodness, there were years of relief. And that's just, that's how I'm built. That's what my soul picked out for me. Other people are here to be super strategic and super specific, and that is going to light them up and they are going to flow when they're in that place. Well, I'm sitting here, you know, you're talking about human design and the different ways all like my mind, because I'm a very visual person. And so in my mind, I'm thinking of all the different charts and personality tests and all these different things that I've taken in the past, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, like uh, Strengths Finder, all of those. So tell me how human design compares to that. Is it something that there's, okay, you have five things and then you're going to be this much of this or how, do, how are those related? Mm. Or well, are first they? of all, you just reminded me that it, one of my strengths finder strengths is strategic, which is hilarious. And I always <laughs> figured my interpretation of that was always outside of the box thinking. 
And that's the way I rationalized that. But anyway, your human design is based on your birth date and time and place. And and it sounds completely wacky. How can that be? How can it be true? How can it be so aligned with who you are? I cannot explain that. But I, when I was learning human design, I gave away tons of free, short free sessions. And every single person was blown away by the accuracy of it. So I had already done my own chart and been like, whoa, (laughs) this is really cool. This feels like permission to be me. This is coming home. I want to share this gift with other people. I'm wondering if it's super resonant with them. Every single person was blown away with how seen they felt. So I can't explain this one, but it is amazing. Whereas like Myers-Briggs and StrengthsFinder are based on questionnaires that you fill out. This is just the only information you need is your birth date and time, exact time. Wow. Wow. I know, um, you know, on your website, you offer like different, different types of human design blueprints, or, you know, you could go and do it with your partner or, you know, a spouse or a business partner, whatever it is. So I'm curious, have you done this with your husband? And what was that experience like? So amazing. (laughs) So amazing. So we understand we are both manifesting generators. My profile in human design is a four six, which the short version is I'm here to connect deeply with my tribe. I go in the deep end real fast and then I get kind of mentally exhausted. Peopling is mentally exhausting. I love it. And then I need rest. He is a two four, which means that he hones his brilliance in alone time. And, but to the outside, he looks like an extrovert. And so him being able to then say to me, I need some time by myself and it has nothing to do with you. Oh, my heart. It just like that, that makes it feel so much better. And then we are both emotional, meaning we have our own emotional waves, but we have different emotional waves. So being able to understand, Hey, are you an emotional wave right now? Okay. How can I support you? Just ride it out for 24 hours. Like, let me remind you, don't try to force your your words out into the world right now, just write it out, give yourself a full day and then kind of test the waters and see if you're back. And instead of being like, what's wrong? What did I do? How can I fix it? Um, and then he, I have, we both only have two open centers and they're different. So he can feed off my defined root sometimes. And I laugh at his open root, which I call a Velcro butt. Because he can sit in the same chair for hours, whereas I'm constantly like up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, he's got a defined crown and Ajna, meaning he's thinking all the time, like honing his perspective and point of view. And I'm not really thinking. Like it's like thoughts are passing through, but I am not opinionated. I can listen to something that I totally disagree with and I just find it all fascinating. So being able to see and understand each other and then see the magic that we create together, like, oh, when we're together, we're actually, we have this magic of creating, like paving the way to the new thing. And when we're together, we are true storytellers. That's incredible. And to feel into that magic and be like, oh, I just felt this like lock in place. Here we go. 
That's awesome. Oh, I love that you had that connection. And just that perspective, I think, helps the audience understand that much more about you know, your, your teachings and your coachings and how you can help other people. So if anybody's listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to learn more about Chelsea and all the things that she does, like, we're going to tell you how you can get in touch with Chelsea. I keep calling you Chelsea, Kelsey, (laughs) hang on. I apologize for that, but I'm just, I'm thinking of, you know, there's so many different ways that you can help people. So we are absolutely going to get you connected with Kelsey and make it happen, but we are going to switch gears for a second. And I want to, I'm going to throw some rapid fire questions at you. So are you ready? No, not at all. Let's do not this. At all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what piece of advice would you give to a brand new podcaster? Go. Just go. Don't don't sweet. think too much. Just go. You can oh. pivot. You can restart. You can do everything over again. But if you are feeling totally lit up about the idea of starting a podcast especially if you are listening to the Profit Podcast, you are ready. You have all the tools. If you've had Crystal in your back pocket for more than this episode, oh my goodness, you are so ready. Just jump. Somebody needed to hear that. Oh, I think many people needed to hear that. That was like, she just, (laughs) I pitched it up and she knocked it out of the park (laughs) and gave y'all a huge blessing, a huge gift today. Oh, that was awesome. Okay. My next question, this is a two-part question. What is the dream podcast you would love to be on and who is your dream podcast guest? I'm going to start with the second one first. When I started my podcast, I thought, oh, it would be really cool to have Michael Gervais on or an Olympian. And I've had a few Olympians. I recently had Santa on my podcast. This is the Boston, the city of Boston's official Santa. It was amazing. If I had known when I started my podcast, like Santa is an option, holy moly, (laughs) that would be my dream guest. And going forward, I don't know. I am so open to possibilities. Oh, uh, my dream podcast to be on? Mm. I feel like it might be one that I've never heard of. And it would be really cool to sit down with Rich Roll. I love when I listen to the Rich Roll podcast, I just want to get my hands on his chart. You're like, I want to understand you more as a human. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. My last question is, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? No. I consider myself um, a fumbler. As somebody who I try things out, I and this is something for the manifesting generators listening, we... We move fast. And that is our natural flow. We are not supposed to slow down. People with other energy types love to tell us to slow down. And it is like the most aggravating thing for us to hear because it doesn't feel like we're going fast. We're like, you slow down. I mean, it, it just doesn't feel good. And there's a step that I love to skip, but sometimes it helps. We're if we can really, truly, 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 truly feel into something, it can help. So 
For instance, if you're hosting a podcast and you get a pitch and that person is immediately a sacral yes, and then the the date of the interview starts coming up and you're like, "Eh, I'm not that into it. Permission to not air that episode if it doesn't feel good to you. Because we get two sacral hits and that second one is just as important as the first one. We need to listen to both of them. I can't even remember what your question was anymore, Crystal. What am I talking about? No, that was so good because it was, do you consider yourself a perfectionist? And you're just, you're just dropping wisdom bombs everywhere. And I'm sitting here. Okay. So tell, tell everyone listening, what is a sacral hit? So our sacral center for generators and manifesting generators, we are here to be lit up. We are here to be so excited. And that lit upness is going to feel different to every one of us. Like it's going to be, you're going to probably feel yourself sit farther forward. You Maybe you feel like bubbles and electricity running through your body and it's just a holy hell yes. And if something is a holy hell yes, that means go do it. Go that way. That is the universe just served that up for you and you got to go that way. Just trust and go. Sometimes things will be no. Sometimes they will be screaming no's and sometimes they just won't really be anything. But if it's not a holy hell yes, then it's a no. And it's our job as manifesting generators and generators to clear out everything that is not a holy hell yes. So the universe can serve us more holy hell yeses. Oh my gosh. This is so good. This whole conversation today has just been fantastic. I've learned so much about human design. And I know that there are people listening that are like, oh my gosh, I want to know more about what it is that you do or how they can connect with you. So where would be the best place for them to learn more about your human design and everything that you do? Come on over to KelseyAbbott.com. And on there, if you're brand new to human design, you can click on the link for what is human design and you can put in all your information to get your chart for me and then book a one-on-one reading and a partner reading as we were discussing. Either one, whatever feels aligned for you at this time. And partner can be your podcast partner, your business partner, your spouse, your kid, your sibling, your best friend, whomever some random person on the street, see what kind of magic you guys make. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is so fun. I love talking to you today. And I love the, the last thing I want to say, my favorite title that I've ever seen is an instigator of joy. So I want to know where that came from. That is so beautiful. Thank you. I don't remember that was like right off the bat, right. When I started my coaching business, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to call myself. Like, do I call myself a confidence coach? That feels a little pushy sometimes. Or like, I'm just an instigator of joy. And whoever I was talking to was just like, yes, (laughs) stick with that. And it's lasted since 2013, 2012, 2013. Oh my gosh. Well, you have instigated lots of joy today. I'm so excited that you came to chat with us. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Kelsey. Thank you, Crystal. This was so fun. Okay. So what did you think? Oh my gosh. It was so good. I was really curious whenever Kelsey's information came across my desk and uh, her team reached out to me and you know, it, it said all of this information about human design. And I kept thinking, 
what the heck is that? What is that? I don't understand. So to have her explain it to us in a way that one, was just super easy to understand, but two, it actually motivated me to kind of dig deep, like really look inside myself again, and I encourage you to do the same. Like if you have been thinking, you know, well, what am I really after? Like, what am I pulled towards? What's the message that I wanna share? Who are the people that I'm trying to reach? Then I encourage you to do that inner work. And if you wanna learn more about Kelsey and all the things that we talked about here today, I'm gonna have all her links in the show notes. So go to crystalprofit.com slash episode 232 to connect with Kelsey. Reach out to her and say, hey, I wanna learn more about what you do and how you are so excited being this instigator of joy. But that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Make sure if you're brand new here and you have not already, subscribe to the show. We would love for you to take a screenshot and tag us on social media and say, hey, this was my number one takeaway from today's episode. Again, the show notes are at crystalprofit.com slash episode 232. And as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.